0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Today, Ted Baer reviews Han Solo, or the movie, Solo, coming to theaters. Also, we have a hilarious in-person interview with Victoria Jackson, former SNL superstar and a pro-Trump Republican.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly, in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps.
1: God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for watching PIJN News. Let's get right
2: to our review of Han Solo, the new movie with Ted Baer. Hello, I'm Ted Bear, publisher of moviegod.org.
1: And I'm Evie Bear carroll I'm his daughter. So we got the
3: family deal going on here. And I wanna know about Solo because I think everybody wants to know how Solo is. I think it's gonna be the big movie of the summer, right?
0: It's
2: just wonderful. It's just uplifting, it's courageous, and it reminds me of a classic Western and my father was a cowboy star. Bob Tex Allen, and so this movie is really a Western in space. And Solo is a wonderful character, and it just does a great job of capturing the essence. This is his origin story. He starts off and he's in, in a corrupt planet of criminals, and there's a horrible criminal leader who's leading it, and he wants to escape to take Kira out of the planet. There's a lot of excitement. It reminds me of classic Westerns, but it's fun, it's funny, it's humorous. It's got a few cautions. Now, they are laser battles. Uh, there are a couple of uh, foul words. We only gave it a minus one. It's a caution for younger children uh, because of those two elements, but it's a wonderful movie and probably the best action adventure that's come out this year.
1: So my question to you is, what age would you say is appropriate for families to take 10 and older or 12 and older?
2: You R say? minus one equals 13 and up.
4: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
0: Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign a critical petition to
1: defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org Again, that's
0: PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now.
4: Are you frustrated at the direction your country is headed? Are you ready to fight for a cause and change the world? Do you believe God has called Christians to make a difference? Announcing a new book by Chaplain Gordon Klingenschmitt entitled, How to Liberate the World in 30 Days, a step-by-step guide to take back your country, Dr. Alan Keyes wrote the foreword saying, This book needs to be placed in the hands of every millennial and Bible-believing pastor in America. This book teaches 30 powerful political tools in a 30-day devotional that will change your life and give you power it comes with 15 inspiring true stories of political victory you don't even need to get elected to take back your government but if you read this book you just might get elected too order your copy today it's available in the superstore at wnd.com on amazon and you can get the first chapter free right now if you visit the website schoolofliberty.org that's schoolofliberty.org it's time to take back your country
0: Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. If you're a child of the 70s and 80s, like I am, and you watched Saturday Night Live, which has really gone to pot. It's not as funny as it used to be. But when it was funny, Victoria Jackson was the superstar. And now, of course, she is a Christian artist and actress. Welcome, Victoria Jackson, to the program.
3: Thank you so much. I love NRB.
1: So this is the place to be. And uh, we're in Nashville. There's so many popular recording artists here. Uh, How did you end up here?
3: I followed my grandchildren here.
1: Well, you're certainly not old enough to have grandchildren.
3: Thank you. (laughs) Uh, My cast on SNL was 86 to 92.
1: I graduated high school in '86, and I remember fondly staying up with my father uh, late nights, especially on Saturday nights, and watching you when you played the ukulele.
3: And I did handstands. I still do both, ukulele and handstand.
1: I don't want to see that yet.
3: No.
2: But
1: <laughs> but what do you remember about those days that makes you smile?
3: I um, it was very exciting. And I met a lot of amazingly interesting, talented, smart people, funny people. Eddie Murphy? I didn't meet him ever.
1: What? He, you got him hitting.
3: He was before me.
1: What about Joe Piscopo?
3: I've worked with him. Okay. My cast was Dana Carvey, Dennis Miller, John Lovitz, Phil Hartman, Kevin Nealon, Jan Hooks, and Nora Dunn. That's when we started. And then when we were like near the end of our six year contract, uh, the new people were. Mike Myers, Adam Sandler, David Spade, and Chris Farley. So I got Uh, to work.
1: They all went on and got rich with big movie contracts. How did you do?
3: I married a cop, (laughs) and I got trapped in the suburbs of Miami for 25 years.
1: (laughs) Oh gosh! And you didn't retire there?
3: I guess I'm. I don't just play a ditz on TV. I really am one. (laughs) Don't marry a cop if you want to be a movie star.
1: But it was all for love. Big big sacrifice.
3: Yes, and because I am a perfect Christian, uh, my husband and I, that was being funny, um, my husband and I, when we got reunited, we were high school sweethearts, when we got reunited in 92, one of us had to give up our career because his career was in Miami on the SWAT team, and my career was in L.A. and New York, so I gave up mine. So.
1: I think there was a, a TV show about his career, SWAT, with, with or no, it was a T.J. Hooker.
3: Uh, no, it was the one with Don Johnson, Miami Vice. Miami Vice! That's, that was what my husband actually really lived. He had a machine gun. He got shot with a machine gun. Ouch. It hit his pinky, and his pinky flew into the ceiling, and they sewed it back. It was very painful, I hear. And uh, he's very brave and muscular and brave. But he's a Christian, and he prays really good. My-
1: and you and your husband had children?
3: We had, I had a daughter from my first marriage. My husband adopted her, and then we had a baby. They're both grown up. Uh, my 32-year-old is a Christian writer, um, and my 23-year-old uh, is a, works in a corporate office, just got married, and I have three grandchildren. An adopted deaf girl from China who just got, um, Vanderbilt gave her a machine, she can hear for the first time, she's four and she's gained 20 pounds in the first year. It's a huge blessing watching her, watching love change her.
1: And she's thriving.
3: Thriving, she was starving and scared and now she's so happy and loved. My seven-year-old uh, just got her first role in her first play, The Little Mermaid. And then Is she Ariel? Yes. Oh,
1: the star of the show, coming from good genes here.
3: And she has vibrato. I don't, vibrata, I don't have that.
1: That's when you sing and it sounds like, what?
3: Uh, it goes like that. I can't do You're
1: it. right, you can't. You're right. Uh. <laughs> but your seven-year-old can.
3: My grandchild. Yeah. So, yeah. But her other grandmother is a a, a singing teacher. Maybe that's why, I, I don't
1: know. Oh, it pays to have lessons. Did you ever get music lessons?
3: No. Can you tell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you were so good with the ukulele. What are some I'm of the I
3: good with it, but I didn't bring it.
1: What well, that's okay, we, we can imagine. <laughs> what do you think? What have you been doing since your time in New York?
3: I raised a wonderful family. I was a great wife. <clears throat> I, uh, wrote, I wrote two books, one, you want me to show you my book I just wrote? We'll
1: get it right after the break, but t- describe the books.
3: Well, the first book I wrote uh, is how I got on Saturday Night Live, because everybody asks me. And then I kind of tricked people by putting that at the beginning, but I really wanted to tell them why they should not vote for Obama the second term, because I became politically Educated in my late 40s, and I was very worried about our country uh, going in the direction of communism and God-hating and everything, secular humanism. And so I.
1: So she may play the part of a ditzy blonde, but she's actually one of the most intelligent people I have talked to today. This is great. Thank you. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I. Politically educated. I yes.
3: joined the Tea Party, and uh, they're not bigots. I don't know what you've heard, but. I, they're the greatest people I've ever met. We love America. We love God, the Constitution, America, free enterprise, freedom of speech. What's what could be bad about that? Right. You see, the other people they believe in that too, but they don't know it. They don't. They're uninformed. And so I I I wrote in that book. It's called "Is My Bow Too Big?" How I Went from SNL to the Tea Party. And in then in the end of it. I tell why I think Obama is a communist. I have a song on YouTube called There's a Communist Living in the White House that I wrote to educate America in 2010. But um, now I have a song called There's a Capitalist Living in the White House.
1: Wait, let me guess this is about Donald Trump.
3: Yes, and I'm very proud of him because besides all the great things he's doing, like to protect Christianity and to, um, you know, secure our borders and to protect us from our enemies and to help our economy by lowering taxes and getting rid rid of government regulation on small business, etc. He's doing great things. Besides that, at the Billy Graham funeral thing, President Trump actually said Billy Graham taught us to accept Jesus as our personal savior.
0: Wow.
3: I saw it on TV yesterday.
1: Yeah, he he gave a very moving tribute and Billy Graham's body as we're taping this is lying in state in the Capitol. You're getting a little emotional here.
3: I love Billy Graham so much. And I told Rabbi Eric Walker on his show, I said, he said, how do you feel about your cancer maybe coming back? My second book is about my breast cancer journey. I'm healed now, but two years ago I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I had double mastectomy, chemo, radiation, etc. And my second book is like how I got through that because Jesus carried me through it and his word was so real to me. I, I would quote Psalm 23 in my bed when I was weak and bald, with chemo, poison in my veins and I would just sing Psalm 23 and I really had peace and joy. And I was like, wow, this is real, Jesus is real.
1: Yeah, he cared for you in that moment of sickness.
3: He did, and he gave me hope. He gave me Bible verses like um, Psalm 42 5 when I was sitting at, waiting for an MRI, Vanderbilt Breast Clinic, and they said, It looks like you have cancer. And I was scared. And I said, God, please give me a verse. Please give me a verse. And this verse popped out at me, Psalm 42 5. It said, Why is my soul downcast? Why are you discouraged? Hope in God. I will yet praise him again and again, for he is my savior and my God. And I thought, you know what, I will praise him again. It might be in heaven, it, it might be here, but I will be praising him again. I will be happy again. So like, like things like that are very, God is real. And, and, I, and I didn't have, I really didn't have a terrible time that whole cancer year. That's my second book.
1: Let's take a short break. Uh, Is it okay with your permission after this break? We're going to show our audience some of your YouTube video on There's a Capitalist in the White House. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back with more Victoria Jackson.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect
1: military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial And finally, Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org.
0: Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Victoria Jackson, the Christian comedian who was famous on SNL. Victoria, you you mentioned during the break that uh, you were afraid, our audience may not appreciate your tea party alignment but they love you because they love me i w- i was a conservative legislator in colorado and i was so conservative that they didn't invite me back shall we say
3: And huckabee when i was on his show said that i was more conservative than him and i said yes i was because he said something nice about common core and i said common core is bad
1: exactly we don't want big government education we want local control of our school districts hold up this book if you would this is the one about uh... how you went from saturday night live to the tea party
3: yes and it tells how i got on tv and at the end i give proof that obama is a communist from lots of facts and then i also show facts of how jesus is god from prophecies fulfilled In the old testament and uh
1: let's show Victoria's two minute video on There's a Communist Living in the White House.
3: It seems these days I'm in a haze and I can't concentrate on things, can't eat or sleep, feel incomplete and kinda scared and creepy. I look over my shoulder lots and shudder when I watch TV. I bite my nails and cuticles and watch my words very carefully. Flag at White House. I bite my lip a lot and fidget with the buttons on my blouse. Why? Because there's a communist living in the White House. Why aren't people shocked or something? Why aren't people up in arms? Does anyone read history or see red flags or hear alarms? The streets are filled with deaf and dumb as I squeak like a mouse. There's a communist living in the my husband really misses me. My parents think I've gone crazy. Only Glenn Beck understands me. And of course, Sean Hannity and Huckabee. But you know, besides those three and the sweet people who drink the tea, there is no one else who can see. The convent is living in the White House. Now, you may say, do I have any evidence to support my suppositions? And I will say, where do you want me to start? Uh, His grandparents were socialists, his mother was his, his father was a communist, he had Marxist professors, he taught a course in college on Saul Alinsky, he, um, while his college records are sealed, he told, um, Joe the Plumber on the campaign trail, spread the wealth, which is a direct quote from the Communist Manifesto written by Karl Marx and that other guy. He, um. Uh, he appointed Van Jones to be his green job czar. Van Jones is a purported communist. Now a capitalist would never appoint a communist advisor. He, um, oh, his church of twenty years, what with Jeremiah Wright preaching, was Black Liberation Theology, which is actually Marxism. Uh, let's see. Then as soon as he got in office, he um, had the government take over the banks and the car industry, and now he's trying to jam down our throats socialized medicine and the cap and trade. I mean, how much more proof do you want? (sighs) I'm jittery. My teeth I grate, I twitch, I shake, I ruminate. Lately I'm perplexed and pinched in pain. I pout and ponder. That's a good alliteration maybe i have lost my mind or have been drugged by some narcotic maybe i'm in a movie called 1984 or i'm just idiotic but if i am in a dream fast asleep i think i will just try to keep my eyes shut till this goes away and i awake to a happier day when my ukulele does not play this song of dire distress and dismay this song called there's a communist living in the white house living in the white house there's a communist everybody living in the white house everybody there's a communist living in the white house
1: now what are we going to do about it welcome back i'm dr chaps victoria we we i can't help but laugh with you because my third book was the demons of barack obama and it didn't sell too well and he got reelected anyway uh, but now there's a capitalist living in the white house what are, yeah. what are people about to see
3: well, this one, I was so excited, uh, the day that he was inaugurated, it, uh, this song burst out like in 10 minutes, and I was just, you know, he's not a saint. Never said he was. Donald Trump? Yeah. I mean, he might be, you know, because if you're born again, you're a saint. I don't know. I've heard he might have got, gotten born again. I don't know.
1: I, I think he's a new Christian. He didn't yeah. used to be.
3: Yeah. Well, we pray for him every night, me and my husband. And uh, very But now there's a capitalist in the White House? Yes, but my song is saying like, hallelujah, the coal industry is back, jobs are back, the deficit will be gone, we'll be safe, you know, anyway, that's what's in
1: this song. All right, let's watch that one
3: it seems these days i'm full of praise and smiles and just in general glee we finally have a president who truly loves our country a tangles running up my leg i giggle uncontrollably why there's a capitalist living in the white house why aren't
0: folks in hollywood
3: He doesn't stir up racial strife he has had three but seems to be devoted to his younger wife he loves cops and veterans he loves the brave military
1: Our thanks again to Victoria Jackson. I was going to say, talk about the lavender hair. This is a book about your cancer survivor,
3: breast cancer journey, and how Jesus carried me and my husband through it with His word.
1: Lavender hair. Where's your website?
3: VictoriaJackson.com.
1: VictoriaJackson.com. A beloved American icon, ladies and gentlemen, Victoria Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) And I love it when you played the ukulele. Thank you for coming on our show. Thank you. All right. I'm Dr. Chaps, we'll be right back. Dr.
4: Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
1: You know, people ask me, Chaps, we're watching on this network, we've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network, or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Firebox. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank
1: you for watching. Please donate at PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, don't withhold good when it is in your hand and the power of your hand to give. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. Today I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But. Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today.